0: hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of bedrock city presents uncanny universe podcast and on this week's episode we are talking about the newest disney plus show hawkeye uh yeah it is finally here uh feels like uh, we had a little bit of a gap in our had so many disney plus shows back to back that uh we've got another one that's finally here but we're gonna go ahead and get this thing going
1: hey everyone this is dylan and this is aaron
0: and i'm michael and welcome to the show aaron uh a former member of the Sugarland team, uh, current store manager of the Katie store.
1: Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Thank you.
0: Yeah, man. Glad to have you on. Very exciting. I love having all these new people on. It's a lot of fun. Me
1: too.
0: Um, And it gets, you know, you know, gets other people from other stores involved. Um, It's been me, Ron and Dylan for the longest time. And for the longest time, that was just a Westheimer crew or Westheimer Sugarland, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's it's different now, but uh, yeah, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about this Hawkeye show. Um episodes one and two dropped uh last week. And as we learned with the last two Disney Plus shows, uh Disney Plus uh, is messing with our uh our, our episode schedule here. So this review comes out as the third one comes out. So sorry. Um listen to this in preparation for watching episode three. Um but anyway, um I guess before we go any further, we gotta make sure that we remember our pickle of the week hey oh did it. he did it it wasn't prepped at all i was, we make it a point to not prep anybody on what to do and we or each or, or, or each other it, and that's honestly the best it's been in like a year Keeps toes. yeah you know um so i will go ahead and go first i'm picking a novel um f- uh, from critical role um vox machina kith and kin uh the new novel uh drops tomorrow or today rather Um, it's written by, um, uh, someone whose name I can't pronounce, uh, Mariki, uh, Uh, so I'm looking very much forward to it. I do love, um, all these critical role comics. Uh, weirdly enough, I don't watch critical role, but I do read the comics. So, um, I'm, I'm into it.
2: My Pickle is a DC book. It is called Wonder Woman Historia, the Amazons, number one. I haven't read it yet. The art looks gorgeous. Um, this has yes, been super does. delayed. I feel like I heard about this book like a year ago, you know? Um, but I can see why it took so long, because the art looks really intricate. But it's written by two uh, Bedrock City signing uh, creators. Oh, really? Yeah, Kelly Sue DeConnick and Phil oh, Jimenez, okay. um, who are both super awesome. Were you, were you at either of those? Either of y'all?
0: Um, I was at the uh, Kelly Sue one.
2: The Kelly Sue re- one was really cool.
0: I, cause I remember when I think it was, mm, I don't want to name drop. I think it was a, a former employee at the Westheimer location who, when Kelly Sue walked in said, Oh, are you here for the signing?
2: Yeah. That was a highlight.
0: It, someone who is, I mean, if you're going to visually know any comic writer, she is one of them, right? Like on site, like, Oh, I know, I know who that is.
2: Well, and her face was on all the posters in the store for the, oh, that's also true for the event. Was and she funny. was like, she was like, Little Mermaid, red hair, you know, like right. bright fire hydrant red. But I get the mistake. Uh, but I mean, it's like something
0: a, you just say a thousand times in a day, you know.
2: Yeah, but she did like that little class, a little seminar. Yes. And she was, she was really cool about it. She was dropping Captain Marvel spoilers, like for the movie before it came mm-hmm. out. It
0: was was she cool. really?
2: Yeah, but I wish awesome. uh, it was. Yeah, it was kind of annoying because a bunch of people were asking her about the Captain Marvel movie, which she cameoed in and she helped produce. I think but like she was there to talk about her books,
0: you know? Of course.
2: Um, but it was still really fun. I wish more creators would be up for that.
1: Um, but yeah, that's my pickle. What you got, Aaron? All right. Uh, my pickle of the week is going to be Animal Castle, which appears to be, I have not read it yet. Uh, it's from Ablaze Publishing, uh, written by Javier Dorison. Uh The artist is Felix Delip, I think. Um, but it appears to be kind of a retelling of... Um, animal farm which i think everybody has read at some point during uh during of high course. school if you went to yes. school
0: in uh, it, the united states you probably read Animal it, exactly. Farm. exactly so this seems it. to
1: be kind of a retelling of that um which i personally enjoyed the book during high school even after chewing it up and spitting it out and you right. know looking at every single part of every sentence but i enjoy the book and so this is kind of I'm, I'm looking forward to this year seeing a, a retelling of that story
0: yeah that uh, the art is fantastic too and Absolutely. animal farm is one of those books that i think um if you can, if you can revisit it outside of a school setting, you can definitely find find enjoyment there.
2: Absolutely, I enjoyed it even in school. It was good. That's true. Were there any books in school that you had to read that you just like hated that you're like oh. ashamed to say you hate? Because I have one.
0: Uh, what's yours?
2: <clears throat> the Great Gatsby. Not into it.
0: I also hate The Great Gatsby. Yeah, we did.
2: We did every line of that book. Like Aaron said, and it was just like. Not not a huge
1: fan. Now, I will say there was a there's a book that I'm not going to say I was ashamed to hate it because this was just a terrible book, but uh, coming in freshman year, uh, the summer before freshman year in high school, we had to read a book called Speak, which is uh, it's about a a girl who gets abused at a party going into her freshman year of high school and is like can't talk the entire year totally shuts down. I'm like, what a what a really intense book
0: about (laughs) your
1: high school career. Yeah. About struggling as a freshman in high school that you have to read as a freshman in high school. Like before you even get there, you see all these bad experiences. She has, she has to go through. I'm like, that just seems like a terrible choice. Don't you want to start the, like,
0: give me something more with
1: something happy. Exactly.
0: Right. Um, I'll give you mine. I guess I, I have, I do have one. Um, it's, it's actually particularly bittersweet. So it's mine's heart of darkness. Um, which if you know, Dylan apocalypse now is my favorite film and it is based on heart of darkness and, and I hate heart of darkness. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a pamphlet of a book, first of all, and it is a slog. Um, there's literally a page and a half where he's describing the shimmer of a lake. I'm like, I can't, I can't with this. And it's also super racist. Uh, it, you know, and well, I mean, of the time, you know, it's very old. Um, but you, in a modern context, it's like, yikes, this is, I don't want to read this. This is I'm not having any fun here. Let's go watch Apocalypse <laughs> Now, okay? Like, it's better anyway. It's so, yeah, Joseph Conrad, uh, I'm not a fan. You heard but, it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Shocker. Um, <laughs> But anyway, um, let's do um, the good ones. If, if you don't know, this is the segment where we talk about, or I list rather, um, all the number ones that are coming out this week. And number ones are a great place to uh, jump onto a new series or, you know, re-sign up to your old favorites or check out something new. It's always uh, a good way to go. And there's a lot this week. Okay. So going down the line, Sir Edward Gray Archeron. Um, that's a BPRD thing um batman fear state omega batman annual detective comics annual gotham city villains anniversary joker annual justice league annual justice league incarnate nightwing annual robin annual wonder woman annual wonder woman history of the amazons evil ernie red Sonia holiday special king of spies from mark miller i'm sure that'll be a tv show at some point um <laughs> dark hold black bolt i wrote black bold um death of dr strange spider-man death of dr strange white fox Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, kind of X Force, Killshot anniversary special, kind of Animal Castle, Archie's Christmas Spectacular, Hotel Volume Two, um, that's Hotel T E L L, um, The Last Session, which is it looks to be like a like a like a Critical Role ish, like a and D type of a, a game or a comic. And we have Magic Masters of Metal with some fantastic covers um, from Boom with about Magic the Gathering. Then there is uh, Maniac of New York, Bronx is burning, um, Refuse X, Last Resorts, and Thud. That's that's our super. That's a lot. If you can't find a number one this week, then maybe comics aren't for you. (laughs) Like, there's got to be something. You know, there's got to be something in that list. I mean, two of the pick, two of the pickles of the week are from that list. So come on, go do something. But anyway, um, this is the part of the show where we would like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out and helps new people find the show. It will also help us achieve our goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 views, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So do us a favor and do it already. Now, our events. Let's talk about them. Um, I want to thank everybody for coming out to uh, my Death Tyrant Paint Night. Um, It was a ton of fun. We had some great um, undead beholders get painted. Um, That was actually two weeks ago, but time flies, whatever. I thank everybody last week, but last week had a weird show in the beginning (laughs) because Dylan wasn't there for the front half of it. Well, he was, but we lost it. So um, thank you everybody for coming out for that. Um, But my events for this coming month, um, the month of December, we are December 1st, boys. We've made it nearly through the year. Um, key forge we're gonna we normally do it spaced out um every other week but this week this month we got to do them back to back because christmas so we're doing it um december 10th and december 17th uh december 10th we're going to be doing sealed reversal where you buy a deck and your opponent uses it um which is going to be a fun one and then we're using uh we're doing a chain bound archon with some Oh, no, I'm sorry. We're doing White Elephant for our one on the 17th, which is my favorite format, and I wait every year to do it. I made it up. Um, the way it works is everyone brings a deck from home that they don't mind getting rid of. Um, it goes into a box, and then once everyone from the tournament has put a deck in the box, the store puts another deck in the box, a loose deck, so that there's double the number of decks to players. All We shake up the box, then everyone goes and draws a, a deck, and you have to use it for the rest of the tournament. And then, in addition to the normal pricing, which is very plentiful on the Christmas, uh, the last one of the year, um, we give out the remainder of the decks in reverse placement order, so that the people who go come in last can pick first. So that's going to be fun. Uh, and cool. then I have my Whiz Kids. I'm sorry, I don't have a Whiz Kids paint night. I have a freestyle paint night on December the 18th, from 6 p.m. to 10 ish. We, we normally wrap it up around nine and takes a while to, it's a paint, it's pretty involved. You know, there's paints and water and lots of stuff you got to get rid of. We start winding down from nine, but it has official stop, stop time of 10. Uh, and the freestyle paint night is paint whatever you want. Um, we have all sorts of minis. Um, we just did a huge mini restock. So we if there's not something on the peg for you to paint, uh, that's very surprising. But you can feel free to uh, bring something from home as long as you make a purchase from the gaming department. Uh, you can sit at the table and paint. You can use the store paints, which are plentiful. But if you want to use your own, we sell many paint kits, many individual paints of pot, uh, pots of paint from uh, Games Workshop. Um, so we have all sorts of paints, brushes available for free or for purchase. Uh, and that's going to be at the Clear Lake location, just like Key Forge, on December the 18th. Is that a Saturday? That is a Saturday.
2: Sweet. I might go to that one.
0: Do it. I'll save I've you. i that a few times before, but I'll <laughs> save you a dragon. We also available. still have beholder. Um, sorry, we still have some death tyrant kits available. Um, if you want to do something more structured, you know, just like something that comes is 20 bucks, comes with the mini, the brushes, and the paints for the dude. It's very straightforward. But uh what do you have, Dylan?
2: Let's see. Um for last week, I heard Black Friday went really well. I wasn't there for it
1: yes very much so it was good man. awesome
2: so thanks to everyone who came up for black friday um that's not your only you still have one more chance to get a sale they'll talk about in a minute but tonight we have a uh, another live sale it's the return we didn't do it last week um it was our first like real week ever not doing it it's pretty pretty weird for like, uh, like i like want to get back to it now you know um but we have a bunch of good books because it's been like stockpiled for two weeks now you know like yeah Oh yeah! So we're bringing out the best of the best. Richard and Mike and Hyde all got uh, some good stuff together for us. So lots of good bundles. There's some really good uh, high dollar graded books, and then there's um, a lot of good like cheaper, really cool books as well too. And that's at seven p.m. on our Facebook page, or you can go to BedrockCity.com/live, and all the info will be there about how the sale works, where to join, the time, everything. Um, and then. In a couple of weeks, on December 15th, that is a Wednesday as well, um, at all locations, is our holiday party slash sale. Um, we have free food and drinks, raffle prizes, um, a sale on everything in the store, which is the typical spring Halloween Black Friday style sale, which is half off back issues, 40% off trades, 25 to 50% off toys, etc.
0: Oh, yes. So, um, and that's it's, your last it's, chance this it's year. That's the last chance for the sale prices, man. You gotta come down. And I know we you still, need some we guess. still have good stuff.
2: Yeah, we really do. We've been getting a bunch of new stuff. Um y'all, my back uh, issues
0: right now are amazing. You guys gotta come through clearly because got the back issues. Oh, sweet. Okay,
2: cool. Big Spider-Man uh, yeah, collection. Ooh, really? Okay, yes. What what era? Like uh silver. Cool. Ooh.
0: Okay. The good stuff. Those, are, those an, aren't going to last at the. Whole, oh yeah so. no, they won't. I mean, we did have an ASM three on the wall today that we just uh, sold. Oh cool. Oh, wow. Well.
2: I think yeah. there's like a movie or something going out. I don't know. Uh,
0: I don't know. Maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all. Stores at seven thirty. It's after hours, so after we close, and it goes from seven thirty to whenever things wind down. Normally, a few hours. You know.
0: Yeah, I would expect it to end. You know, between nine and ten.
1: Yeah, around there. Uh, But that's
0: all I got. What about you, Aaron? Do you have any events?
1: Uh, I do. uh, What? Out at the Katie Store. Uh, We do have quite a few events this month, actually. The first one is going to be this upcoming Saturday, Uh, December 4th. We have the My Hero Academia card game. We're doing a six booster sealed Uh, draft event out there. Uh, I got 16 slots open for that. Uh, If anybody wants to come out and uh, they just released the rules for the game, like the full rulebook last week. So we will all kind of be learning it together as well. You know, people of all skill levels are are of course welcome. uh, So we can all learn together. Uh, We will be having some prizing, probably some extra sealed product as the official um, open play kits have not uh, been released yet or they've been delayed, unfortunately. Uh, But maybe some store credit thrown in there as well uh next week we also have on december 10th that is going to be um our katie book club uh, we're reading fear case for this month uh so the the book is also 20 percent off uh, on sale at, at our store uh so you can pick up the book fear case and come out and join us in the evening to just chat about the book what you thought review it a little bit food and drinks are welcome there uh the next day we have on the 11th we're doing a Wiz kids uh paint night out at katie that's going to be doing the bone claw uh, yes, I'm excited for that one. <clears throat> yeah, that, that miniature is a uh, pretty cool. I hadn't seen that one before. Yeah, that's uh, so nice. that's uh, going to be about seven o'clock uh, start time on that one. Food and drinks welcome there as well. Uh, Twenty dollars for the kit, all the paints, the brushes, the miniature. You all know how that works.
0: Yeah, th- those are <clears throat> if you've never been to any of those events because Clear Lake's too far for you. um Go go to the katie store, check it out because those events are a ton of fun, um, and you really can be a terrible painter and have a good time.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, Because I am am a terrible painter. uh, Same here. (laughs) Michael's lying. He's a good painter.
0: Dylan, look at my, look at my death. Look at my, (laughs) my, my dude. He's, he's fun. My, my little death tyrant. See, that looks really good. That's good. I like it. it, It's, you know, it's fun. I do love it. It's a great hobby. And now it's, it's at multiple locations. So that's cool. And uh, we'll, we'll be doing the bone claw at the, at the Clear Lake location um, sometime in the future. But, uh, you know, we want to give everybody an opportunity, no matter where you live in town, to be able to partake in this uh, this awesome event. Uh, so, very cool. Uh, let's get into the watch list. Let's talk about all the things that we watched this week. Um, I will go first. I watched the first part of Peter Jackson's Get Back, the Beatles thing on Disney+. Plus. Um, all right. How was that? Super nice. Um, very, very good looking. Uh, well-made too of course but like just the tech on it is from from uh from a home video and uh you know restoration dork perspective it looks real nice um oh. if if you've got the nice tv and the nice sound this is going to be real good real real good um f- from from also from something i did watch another thing that is going to be a weird uh thing that you can't go stream anywhere um but they just, um, Oasis, the 90s band, um, who has been broken up for many years, um, they just re—they just put out on Blu-ray uh, one of their most famous concerts from 1996 at the Nebworth Festival in England. And they remastered the audio. And I bought the Blu-ray. And let me tell you, it is one of the best sounding concert films I have ever heard in my life. It well. sounds so good. This, there's, it's on Spotify. That's nothing. That's a different mix. It's fine. It sounds like every live album you've ever heard. If you have enough, if you like Oasis or you like nineties music and you see this Blu-ray, pick it up. It's so good. I really can't tell you how good the audio mix is on this. Um, I'm also a big Oasis fan. So that definitely colors it. Um, but so other than that, I, you know, a bunch of wrestling as always um, get to the wrestling news later, of course, but uh, what about y'all Dylan? What'd you watch?
2: I saw a few movies this week. Yeah, you were off. Yeah. Um, I went to frixie House of Gucci, which was um very entertaining, but way too long. It was like really? two hours and forty minutes. It's like a whole like a whole end wow. game, you know? Right. Wow. I didn't need okay. it. It's just it could have been way you, shorter. You it's a it. Ridley Scott movie for those who don't know. Uh um about Well, well that well they, the that
0: fall. tells you that tells you all you need to know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> About the fall of the gucci empire and you can lady see Gaga's lady gaga character.
0: doing her dracula accent
2: yeah she was actually really good as Patrizia. um uh adam driver was okay but he kind of just lost his accent in the middle of it which was a little weird but whatever he was adam driver but uh jared adam leto agreed. was like literally <laughs> doing a, a mario impression
0: like, oh, my God, I know. It was I like, it's not it, me.
2: But... Like, it was just awful. It was like... like have you a... ever
0: met an Italian person?
2: Like, I feel like maybe if in, like, 15 years it becomes not politically correct to, like, do an Italian accent, Jared Leto will get in trouble for this because it was so bad, so offensive. It, you know? Yeah, I mean, like... I it's still like... okay to do it now, which is, like, which I think is right, but, like, he's not the nice with the Italians, you know what I mean?
0: Right, right. As an Italian yourself.
2: Yeah, well, I don't, I don't think, I don't have any uh, warrant to be mad at someone for that, but except for Chris, Chris Pratt. But we'll get to that, get to that later. <laughs> oh God. Uh,
0: so, so would, would you? Are you telling me that Chris Pratt would have been a better cast for, uh, or would have been that, like a sort of a Samezies situation if you put Chris Pratt in here? Under all the prosthetics, it
2: couldn't have been worse.
0: Wow, so, that bad, he had huh? a ton
2: That's of prosthetics not- on. <clears throat> you know he's he's
0: method he, dylan
2: he was made old and like well, see, it's, so see, much he's, so it's like there's real old fat italian men you know right.
0: like I, yeah right if he's actually method he would have waited till he, to do this movie till he got old and fat and bald
2: exactly yeah um no but he was in a different movie he was a cartoon character jared leto so. nobody
0: likes you just stop okay
2: people like jared leto
0: the people in his people. cult
2: yeah he does have a literal cult so he <clears>
0: does have an actual cult
2: um but I would recommend the movie still, but maybe for like a home watch, you know. Okay, I was going to no, ask but...
0: that because I do want to watch it.
2: Yeah, it's it's
1: it's decent. Um, worth watching, but it. not worth spending forty bucks on. Right. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: and and not not the theater rental, right? Not the theater at home rental, the twenty dollars rental. You're talking about like Red the uh, you're talking about like the the regular streaming rental price of like six bucks, not the theater at home. Because like last night in Soho's up on voodoo right now, but it's the twenty dollars rental. Like, yeah. The, and I love that movie, but I mean, I'm going to just buy it when it comes out digitally. I'm not going to rent it for $20. Yeah.
2: I don't like that. They pivoted to that, to the expensive rentals, but whatever. Um, I also saw Encanto, the Disney movie. Oh, how was that? It was really good. It was, uh, not as sad as I I was kind of prepping to be emotionally devastated, (laughs) but it was sad. It's not that sad at all. No. Uh, so I was like pleasantly surprised with that. We went to that with the family, um, after thanksgiving um but it was super good uh i would highly recommend it that's it is a little like lin-manuel miranda-y which bothers me a little bit he i don't know like his like rap cadence is like nails on my chalkboard for me i can't okay can't explain it but like he wrote the music for this and i could just hear him sometimes even though he wasn't singing you know what i mean
0: i i get that
2: yeah so that bothered me but the movie was really good regardless um and then I save the best for last. I saw the new Resident Evil. Resident oh, Evil Afterlife. Oh my
0: god! Why'd you do it to yourself?
2: Oh boy. Um, I don't know. How bad? It's a, very, it's a good question.
0: I, you ha- you could have seen you could have seen anything else that was in the theater. I did have...
2: see I did see the other ones. So
0: there was nothing else. There wasn't a fathom of it. No,
2: there's no other. Yeah, there probably was. Uh, uh, but it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. That's only the worst one I've seen in a couple of years.
0: Um, that's exciting, though, at least. you know
2: un- Unwatchable. Like, there's no, like, it was an early screening kind of thing. Um, and then a bunch of people were standing around talking about it after, and they were doing polls and stuff. And, like, a few Ugh. of us, like, and people I didn't know were trying to think about, like, a redeeming quality, like, one thing we liked. Like, I was trying to say one nice thing about it, but I, I'm i still at a loss. I can't think of something that... Wow. The script is bad, the acting's bad, the action's bad, uh, the effects are bad. Um, it's very short, but I felt like I was trapped there for a few hours. Uh, I don't know. And it that's, and that's some of horrible. these people were big Resident Evil fans, you know? And sure. some of them were not like me, so it didn't appeal to an, either one. So, But, okay, there's an asterisk here. It's, so, it's one of those movies that's so bad it's funny, I think. So okay. if you like movies like that, if you get a group of friends together and you could like hate watch it, I think it's good for that. I would recommend it if 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 you want to go in with that mindset. I but, do like uh, hate
0: watching movies, so that's good.
2: I think it's like essential that it's a group with this one though,
1: you
0: know.
2: Yeah, um, you think I think so.
1: I think in my opinion, hate watching movies as a as a group is is pretty entertaining cuz you can all laugh about it together. Uh but doing it by yourself feels maybe a little <laughs> bit sad sometimes.
0: I I agree. <laughs> Um, I, I agree. Uh, yeah, there was yeah. a
1: lot of on a, there was a
2: lot of laughing in the theater that wasn't uh, what the movie wanted us to do. Yeah, laughing
1: at the serious bits.
0: Mm-hmm. Yikes!
2: But that's all I got.
0: Um, speaking real quick uh, to 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 piggyback off of the uh, the discussion of uh, theater rental prices uh, or r- renting the movies while they're still in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, fresh off of that, uh, my favorite movie of the year. Not to spoil our our Titan? January episode. Titan is now on regular rental price for 6.99. Go. Okay, well, as I said on the Titan review, it's it's a hard movie to recommend. Um, you know what? I'll, in case you're on the fence, I'll read you the description. Uh Titan, a high a metal highly resistant to heat and corrosion with high tensile strength alloys. So yeah, so if you want to go watch that movie, um you should. Um Aaron, I assume you know nothing of this movie, right?
1: I know nothing of this movie.
0: Um it is my favorite movie of the year. No I'm, this is not a meme. It is phenomenal. <laughs> All right. Um did you see Raw on Netflix? Or probably if you saw it anywhere it was on Netflix. No, I haven't. Okay. Well it's by the, it's by uh Julia Ducorneau. She's French. Uh her first movie was Raw, um a very violent uh French horror movie. And then this is a very strange um I don't
2: you can say the premise, right?
0: Thriller. Okay. Well, the the premise the premise on this also says: following a series of unexplained crimes, a father is reunited with the son who has been missing for ten years. Um, right. Which this tells you nothing. <clears throat> That's but, layered. Uh, so I don't really know, Dylan. You haven't seen it yet, right?
2: No, but I know a lot what, of major plot right,
0: points. Right, right, right. So I was going to say, like, do you think it helps or hurts to know? I think you gotta know.
2: I think you should know the hook and that gets people in, you know.
0: Okay. The hook, Aaron, is that the the main lady has sex with a car. I mean yeah, you know, I, she's
2: pregnant, right? From she gets, she gets pregnant.
0: She gets pregnant from a car. Okay. Goes on the run for murdering a bunch of people and disguises herself as this man's long lost son and it becomes it the sweetest most heartfelt movie you've seen in your entire life and also extremely violent and horrendous it is it's a very hard movie to recommend um because of the, it's very graphic um people walked out uh so this this movie also this movie won the Palme d'Or at Cannes which is the highest uh, award a movie can win there is the best movie the of the festival However, twenty five percent of the people at the screening left within the first fifteen minutes of the movie, because hmm. that's when the car sex happens right in the beginning. They front load it, you know. But right. either way, if you want to, if you want to check this movie out, it is available to stream. I, mean, I, I bought it. I have it digitally. It's great.
1: At but the very least, I'm intrigued now.
0: It's it's a it is a film. Let me tell you, this is this is art. <laughs> it, it's it's a movie. Uh, Highly recommend it, Uh, but again, tough to tough to say anybody particularly should watch it. But if you like uh, French movies, if you like weird horror, or if you like uh, something something really really far off the beaten path, no, not if you like cars. Cars are not the good guys in this movie. But anyway, that was an episode of My
2: Strange Addiction. Do you know that? Was (laughs) it? Uh huh. The premise that you described. Huh. It was a guy whose girlfriend was a car.
0: Oh, that's unfortunate. I don't, I don't
2: want to elaborate. Yeah, no, um, please
0: don't. We can leave
1: it right there. Yeah, we can leave it right too. there. Yeah, we're good there.
0: Uh, but um Aaron, what did you watch this week? Uh, why i why wasn't not watched it
1: a ton? A ton. Well, uh, for a variety of reasons, <laughs> yes. the chief among them being I did not know it existed. Right. Uh, but now I do. We can we can we can watch it next week. That's right. Um but uh, I watched Arcane, which uh, I think oh, yeah. it's at number 1 on Netflix uh it for those of you who do not know what it is about it is based off of the video game League of Legends which is one of the largest video games uh con- you know kind of current video games uh, it's been around for many many years um the developers of that game Riot have put a ton of work into building just I mean an, an amazing world and it's full of lore there's so many characters in this game and all of them have their own story and you could go on their website and like look at all of the 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 history of these characters the history of the world but they've never really fleshed it out with any other sort of media until now doing this TV show called Arcane which was a Netflix exclusive and oh boy it was fantastic and you do not have to know anything about League of Legends to watch it and enjoy it and recognize it for what it is um which is it's just gorgeous all of the characters are really Just detailed, I mean, uh, well-written, good male characters, good female characters. Uh, It is a a couple of female leads in this, a couple of the more popular characters that have been around in the game for years and years at this point. Mm -hmm. And just all around fantastic. Twists and turns and, you know, minor spoiler, maybe a cliffhanger ending to get you ready for season two. But, man, it was fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, I
2: I talked about this when the, but only having only seen the first few, because I think they did three at a time.
1: They did and uh, I was like,
2: yeah, um, so I was intrigued at that point, but it like remained good. It was fantastic. And I thought very much so. It's a new animation studio, some French uh like this is their first thing that they've done really. And so I hope we see more from them other than Arcane Season Two, which they confirmed, so that's exciting. Yes, so
0: it, so yeah. this is this is now the podcast where we only exclusively stand uh French art. Yes, for sure. Titan and Arcane. Of
2: and the acting was really good. Haley Steinfeld, Kate Bishop is the main character of, Topical. of Arcane. And she did a really good job also. The voice acting was awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. Okay. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch it, honestly. Um, yeah, I've, heard, it. I've heard I, it's very good. so I highly
1: recommend. I'd like to see, you know, like I was saying, the League of Legends is a, a very big world they've built in that game. And with a, such a diverse cast of characters within the game, we only saw a handful of them in arcane this is focusing on a very small section of of that where we see you know maybe half a dozen of of the like 120 characters in the game so there's a lot more that they could do and i for one having played league of legends for many years would like to see more parts of the world featuring a wider variety of characters in the future as well so you may know, perhaps more shows um instead of just everybody popping up in arcane season two do different shows focusing on those other parts of the world i think would be really cool
0: I think there's I no way that this movie doesn't get, or that this show doesn't get another season, right? Well, it's already
1: confirmed for season two. Oh, nice. Okay.
2: And it was like it took a while to take off because I remember when it first came out, I was telling deal about it I'm like, "What?" And now it's the number one streaming show, not just on Netflix, but just like
1: in general. Yeah, so for like, for like two weeks now. Yeah, so it's doing really well.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, um, I guess that's it for the watch list. Uh, before we get to, let's talk about Hawkeye. So um, I think. We should preface this by saying, let's see. So uh, spoilers, obviously, for Hawkeye episode one and two. Um, And I think it's been pretty well documented, um, Dylan, my expectation on Hawkeye. We were like kind of lukewarm on it, right? Like kind of like. Yeah, uh, I was looking forward to
2: it, but it was not uh, the top of my list for sure. Sure.
0: Same. What about you, Aaron? Where were you at in Um, your hype levels for this?
1: I was very hopeful. Um, yeah, I've, I've liked most of the other Marvel, you know, Disney plus TV series that we have gotten. However, this was the first one to, I guess, focus on a character that's been here since the beginning, right? You know, Falcon and winter soldier came along later. Wanda and vision came along later. You know, Jeremy right. Renner Hawkeye has been here since day one. Yeah. You know, he was in, uh, Thor, I think was his first, his first appearance. Yeah. Yep. Um, so he's been here a long, long time. This is our first look at a tv show focusing on you know one of our bigger characters exactly and so i was very excited to see what they would do with it but you know kind of cautiously optimistic i think as well
0: sure okay um so let's get into it um obviously spoilers as we said um i didn't know too much about the plot other than i have read the fraction run um i didn't know anything else other than what what we've seen in trailers um dylan has much of this been spoiled i know a lot of this stuff ends up getting uh, spoiled pretty early
2: um characters who are gonna appear have been spoiled but i couldn't tell you much about the plot no
0: really that's nice okay
2: yeah that's good but there's okay. like merch and stuff for that i wish we didn't know and <laughs> and leaks for characters so it is yeah
0: well, we're in the industry where it's kind of hard to avoid stuff like that when we're ordering pops and stuff. It's like, well, all months right, months
1: and months in advance before before a movie comes out, right?
0: Yeah. Um, but anyway, so um, not to not to bury the lead at all, I was very surprised and I very much enjoyed this. Um, I really liked both episodes. I thought the first one really just took off and and hooked me. Um. I thought uh, Haley Seinfeld was fantastic as Kate Bishop
1: because I
0: I am I'm definitely team I mean I like Hawkeye and all that but I am interested to see how they solve the problem of new characters you know what I mean mm-hmm. like uh you know are they really just going to have a new Hawkeye is she going to be called Hawkeye and then Jeremy Renner retires and goes and runs his social media platform um or whatever he does um but. You Know and I think I i, I don't know. I love this, I, I love their interactions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but let's talk about the first episode, Dylan. Do you want to uh tell me a little bit about uh how, what, what happened in that first episode? Anything major?
2: Um, I have trouble distinguishing them honestly, they kind of blend together. I watched them back to back.
0: Oh, did um, you? I, I, I watched them. Um, <laughs> I watched the first one on Wednesday and the second one yesterday. Um, so yeah, the second one is the LARP one. And the first one is, uh, the gets the Ronin suit. And so basically the plot is, uh, you know, uh, there's a, the Ronin suit is up for auction and Kate Bishop steals it and gets in trouble with the tracksuit mafia. Hawkeye shows up, uh, stuff happens and they have to get it. Like
2: even before that, the opening was really cool with the, like the battle of New York. From, oh yeah that was great like, so, oh yes the point of view yeah i wasn't expecting that at all um because i mean, they had to explain in some way someone being a hawkeye fan you know right um and, and, so and how, also how no one's
0: a Hawkeye fan like other right. than like this one person
2: yeah like going into it like i said that was the most unbelievable part of it but now i like i think they did a good job i get it now mm-hmm. you know um yeah but i thought that was a really cool scene
0: i agree um what did you think, Darren? Did you enjoy the show?
1: Yeah, no, I I've, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think they did a very good job, uh, especially in the second episode. Well, in the first episode, it was really interesting seeing Hawkeye's interaction like with his kids, with his family. That's something we haven't seen a ton of from like any of our superheroes, or like we've seen Thor and his family with their gods, right? But we haven't right. seen a lot of just really normal life we saw some in end game of course a little um, bit you yeah. know a, a little bit there but i thought that was really cool seeing him with his kids um and his interactions there i thought the second episode did a very good job in uh, the the whole larp scene was was phenomenal i was rolling uh, as General big rpg dorks today,
0: like you and i are you know
1: exactly That that was fantastic i loved it i was he yeah, was, I was just so laughing. not
0: here for the larping it was really
1: great it was really good but it's such an interesting contrast seeing like he's a regular dude at the end of the day like he's a very highly skilled highly trained regular dude but a regular dude dealing with these problems compared to you know some of our other heroes who perhaps wouldn't have to go through the same trials and tribulations at a larping event that uh that hawkeye had to go through to get what he was wanting
0: yeah I, I think I, I agree. It was nice to see um, Hawkeye, Clint, you know, like doing the family stuff and like interact being a dad and interacting in a normal way in a way that you can't even conceive of, you know, any of the other Avengers really mm-hmm. being in real life. Right. Cause he is what, I mean, it's in the second episode, right. But like when they have to go to the convenience store to go buy rubbing alcohol to dress the wounds and whatever, like just the stuff that like, it's, but that's straight from the the fraction run, right? where it's like, not that specifically, yeah. but very, that that vibe of like, well, yeah, I mean, I got to go to the store and get some back teen you know.
2: It, it felt very, like, in that sense, it felt a little bit more netflix-y like the Marvel Netflix stuff that we've seen. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Not not just because it's street level, but the tone a little bit. But this was, I agree, this was my my favorite part that I favorite Clint that I've seen so far. I'm I'm not a big fan of Hawkeye in the movies at all. Um, don't dislike him, but he never did anything for me, but I, I feel like I I kind of like him now, you know, and it was cool seeing him with his family, I liked like, one thing that, that stood out to me with his family was that his kids and their interaction seemed really authentic and normal, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't like like I hate when they introduce a family and like, one kid's the bratty one and like, one's the book smart kid you know, right. it's just like, it yeah. felt like a real family, yeah. I was like, that's that's kind of cool Um, and uh we got a little bit of Linda Cardellini too on the phone.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. She she was there.
2: It, I, I'm wondering if she like. I don't know. Uh, they couldn't get her to commit to a lot of time or something. But um, yeah,
0: I think you only get her on screen in episode two, right? Or did you get her just? One. Oh, was she too? Uh, Susan okay. both, yeah.
2: Um, special okay. guest star. Uh, but as far as the episodes go, I liked the first one more than the second one. Um, I thought. The, sorry about my dog the introductions yeah. were really good and uh this there was more like meat more story in the first one
0: with, uh, yeah um, <laughs> um but you know i i agree with you dylan it was um it was i i really liked all the all the family interactions i liked linda Cardellini a lot um i i really love the interactions between uh clint and kate i think they yeah. work so well together Yes, very much so. I I'm I really, glad that they really made
2: her that. an adult, too. I don't know why yes. I thought going into this, maybe she'd be like a teen or something. But And I I thought that was kind of weird that some mo- mom would be okay with this grown man <clears throat> and his teenager hanging out. It's still kind of eyebrow-raising, but I'm glad she's... It's kind of weird that she's older than Spider-Man, but I don't know. It's, it's MCU, but um, she was a big takeaway for me. I want to see more. Um, I hope this is a laying the groundwork for
0: Young Avengers, but we'll see. Oh, I hope so too. I mean, that's what everybody's hoping for, right? That's, that's everybody
1: like- so they've so many, so many little references here and there. You know, I think we had uh was Patriot referenced in um in Falcon Winter Soldier? Was yeah, that? he was in it. Mm-hmm. He was in it. Okay. I didn't finish that that show. I need to watch the last couple episodes. But yeah, it seems like we're getting, you know, all the all the bits and pieces. I mean, we have um Cassie Lang stature, mm-hmm. you know, she's She's a young adult now. Um, after we we saw that in Endgame, you know. So, uh, man, there's so many, so many people already popping up and getting ready for Young Avengers. Oh, it's definitely happening, right? <clears throat> I mean, I, I think there's no way. I think that we we've had, we've seen too many, we've seen too many players for that for that not to happen at this point. Yeah, Absolutely. I think
2: beyond even being comic faithful, I mean, yeah. there's Wiccan and Speed, which I assume will be aged up in some way at some mm-hmm. point, point. Um, and then. I feel like, like I know they're not in the comics, but I feel like uh, they're gonna fold in maybe Miss Marvel or, or Ironheart maybe you know into the Young Avengers because they're absolutely getting shows. So it seems like maybe that's what they're going for. They had Kid Loki too, yeah, and um, and that. So they're all there, you know. It's like very event, like Marvel Phase One. You know, they're all just appearing. But this is the first time that I feel like we've gotten a new character on Disney Plus that like a totally new character that feels like it's going to be consequential going forward, like a major player. Mm-hmm. We got a little bit with Monica in WandaVision, but she was very much a side character, I thought,
0: you know? Um, yeah, no, for sure.
2: But it's exciting to feel like things on TV will have, like, ramifications and other, like in movies, you know? Just I hope I, it will.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I think this looks, um, I, I think we're going to see a lot more of Kate Bishop in the future, past,
1: uh this show it, it looks certainly more um more likely and more promising than than you know back when we first saw daredevil on on netflix and everyone was hoping like oh well are we, are we going to get a matt murdoch in, in mcu like when's he coming in and it was you know nothing ever <laughs> materialized from that and and many of us were very sad about it but kate Vision feels Rem- a lot remember more when that substantial. was the plan
0: right <laughs> i remember like wasn't that originally what they said was going to happen in what end game or i
1: don't i feel like i just tried to manifest that I don't know like, if that was the plan. Make I, that think, I think we all tried to manifest that a little bit. Right. If you, say, you say that loud battery. enough, it'll happen, right?
2: Yeah. That's well, true. something's happening. Uh, you know, we'll see. They're folding in some of them, I think.
0: Oh, I mean, uh, definitely. definitely. What a roller smart.
2: coaster it's been. It's like, oh, they're going to do it. And then utter, like, you know, loss, just giving up. And then now there's hope again for Daredevil. Mm hmm. They, but, it's um, rumored that a Netflix character is going to show up in this show. So, yes, we'll see. yes.
0: I mean, strong rumor, right?
2: So what are the like top Netflix characters that you you would want to say That you, would Jessica
0: Jones, man, all Jessica day. Jones That's what I really want. Good.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Just give me the Agreed. Jessica Jones. I mean, I would love to see the whole Daredevil crew, you know. But if I had to take one, it's it's Jessica Jones all
1: day. Think, I'm the same way. One would be Jessica Jones. I really like Luke Cage personally. He's one of my heroes. Too. Me too. Yeah, so, and I think I think was it Mike Holder? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Mike Holder. I, I think he did uh, he did really good at that. I uh, got to meet him at Palooza one year and he's a super, super cool guy. Um, just a, a genuine fan of the books too, uh, which was pretty cool. But um I, I'd be excited for for Luke Cage just because you know, me personally, I I love Luke Cage. But I think Jessica Jones would be the the first my first choice there.
2: Yeah, I feel like Mike Holder is perfect <laughs> casting and didn't have the like the best story, you know, so it's a little underrated, or he is, you know. So I hope they don't like throw out the baby with the bathwater and, and and keep him around. But yep. it's tricky because I don't want them to keep everyone. <coughs> uh, Iron Fist. <laughs> Iron Fist. Uh, wow. So it's like, it's weird to cherry pick, but they're doing the multiverse. So it's okay. There There's could no reason they can't. they're gonna be an alternate Iron Fist. But even within Iron Fist itself, I like Colleen Wing, you know, so. Right. We'll see. This, I also like Colleen This, Wing. this wasn't great. on my uh, news list, but the actress that plays her, Jessica Henwick, she was offered a role in Shang-Chi. Um, it's not clear whether or not it was reprising her role as Colleen Wing or playing Zhai uh, Ling. This, it, people think it's probably one of those two. Um, but Warner Brothers was like, they knew about the offer. And this is her in an interview so saying this. So it's not like people guessing. Um, but they told her that. If she wanted to be in Matrix 4, she had to turn down the offer from Disney, Marvel to be in that. So, like, wow. it's pretty that interesting. It's a big
1: choice. That is interesting. But,
2: but like, the, the interesting part of this is I think they were going to choose her to play someone else, which I think would be uh, erasing Iron Fist a little bit, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Which I would be okay with because if you need to save anyone from that show, I think that's the only one
1: yeah um i never did finish all those netflix shows mostly because getting through iron fist just was really it took a lot out of you and and i got almost done with that show and i'm like you know what i don't i don't know if this is worth it anymore and i just kind of stopped
2: you know (laughs) unfortunately i never went back to
1: finish uh the, the defenders you didn't watch season two of iron fist or I I did not. I I got like most of the way through season 1 Oof. and I was like, man, and I asked my dad, um, you know, I was like like is Defenders is watching Defenders worth finishing Iron Fist? And he's like, "Well, Defenders is kind of the Daredevil and Iron Fist show." And I'm like, "So that's a no for me." Right. I Defenders not was just it. okay. But
2: Iron Fist season 2 was way better than season way, way 1. Way better. Was it okay? Um, it was like it was I watchable. Mean,
0: you're right. It still wasn't like <laughs> Daredevil or Jessica Jones or even Iron Fist, but it was definitely not Iron Fist season one.
1: Okay, yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll go back eventually. If they make it maybe. into the MCU, we'll go back. Right. That's, that's the... Uh, Which one? Does it have to be Finn Jones? Or... Uh,
0: no, no, it definitely does not have to be Finn Jones.
1: No, if if Iron Fist in any way makes it into the MCU, I will go back and watch all of the Iron Fist show.
0: Okay. It's been noted.
1: It's it's been
2: noted. noted there, that's a podcast promise. We shouldn't podcast make promises promise. on the podcast. So it'll come back to bite
0: you. Oh, we've done that before. Oh but we, we've <sighs> talked. We've talked on the podcast before about, um, you know, if if we weren't recording a review on it, would we keep watching this? And you know, a good example of that is the Modoc show on uh, Hulu, because uh, we watched the first one and then promptly dropped it because it was bad. It was and really notice bad. how we
1: didn't we didn't do a Hit Monkey.
0: We sure didn't.
1: Have you watched Hit Monkey?
0: I have not. I no. have not watched it Monkey.
1: Okay, I man, I kind of want to watch it. It seems pretty goofy, but uh, but also I don't want to watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Agreed.
1: we were burned by Modok, so I'm like,
0: we were burned uh, hard by Modok. Like, yes, it was unfortunate.
2: Oh, well. He'll be in MCU soon. Don't worry, Michael.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not holding out my hope. I uh, hey, Moon Knight. Moon Knight is where I'm hanging my hat now. Like, uh, Modoc failed me, so I gotta I gotta hang my hat on Mooney. He's going to bring it he's going to bring it home. There we go. to Yep. Yeah. I mean it's got to be. But um I guess that's it for uh, our hawkeye talk. We're looking forward to next week. Mm. Um very much so, but uh let's you know what let's get into the news. Dylan, what'd you find this All week? Right. You got I'll any news?
2: With, I'll start with the Marvel news Then I'll work Marvel. my way through. Um what was y'all's uh experience with buying Spider-Man tickets?
1: Did you get any Aaron or uh, I did not. Um, did you try? Also, I, well, no. I was not expecting them to all be gone, so it was not <laughs> right. necessarily a priority to get them bought three weeks in advance. <laughs> right.
2: Right. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. You can still get some, actually.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm, it's not. So, they're not all gone, but like we, the premium screens are.
0: Yeah, Dylan, Dylan and I had the same experience. Uh, we were online trying to get the tickets at eleven, or I mean pre eleven when they went up, and then boy. What a what a horror show!
2: I got them at like so everything: crashed Fandango, Regal, AMC, Adam tickets. I tried them. I tried them all.
0: Well, because uh, I mean, they, they all t- connect to the same Regal server. Like if you're trying to buy tickets at Regal, you still have to get to the Regal seat map and whatever. Right. So if Regal's down, you can't get anywhere.
1: Yeah, is down,
2: I've learned my lesson. If it, if I really care about a movie and Let's I want to get the tickets, I'm going to go to the theater. If it's at eleven like this, you know they were open. You could walk up and buy tickets. You know, could you really? That's
0: just the way to do it.
2: Yeah. But I don't see myself carrying that much ever. So you say that now. Yeah. Doctor Strange, too. Maybe the X Men movie, the MCU X Men movie. I'll go to the theater and buy the tickets in like 2035 or whenever that comes out. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so everything was down. And uh, Fandango said that it had the, the biggest first 24 hour sale since Endgame, which fits because I was having PTSD flashbacks to. The Force Awakens and Endgame Game. Trying to buy tickets for those.
0: Oh my God, that um, was the worst. I, there was one of those that I got them immediately, and everybody in our little group chat was having a hard time. That. Yeah. I forget which one it was. Might have been Rise of Skywalker, which is unfortunate. Um, but you well, know, for a lot
2: of these, I had the Adam ticket hack, where it's just like an it's just like a Fandango thing, but not a lot of people use it and for whatever reason. That that worked, you know. Uh-huh. But that that whole website was down. It wasn't even like oh, try to add something to your cart. But this was just a maddening experience because the websites weren't down, but you could like try a bunch of times to get to the listing and then try a bunch of times to select the listing and then try a bunch of times to add it to your cart.
0: Right, and, that, and and I think that, you- that comes from, that's because that's not on Fandango's end, that's on Regal's end because it has to connect to their servers. And we right. have all these different aggregate sites that are you know pulling the times and the seat maps that just kills it. And AMC, I was, if you're doing it, I, I, so I was able to cancel my Regal Unlimited because it's become, it's become a bigger deal for me to go to the movies out at Regal. Cause I, I, coming from Clear Lake, it's like, unless we're going to a movie that starts at 10, it's not likely. And, uh, so I, uh, I've got my AM, my, my AMCA list back. Uh, so I'm going to First Colony. Uh, but I, I I'm going to try in the future to movies that aren't this hectic. Uh, to go to big, huge ones with the group. But this one took me by surprise and I wasn't ready. Uh, but anyway, AMC had like a whole lobby wait list thing. Yeah. And like I, my, my wait list went, I was on wait list for 20 minutes and then I went through, picked my seat, went to go by and then it booted me out and had to wait another hour. I'm like, whatever, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Whatever's there in the morning, I'm just what I'm getting. And so that's what I got. So that's okay. I got, yep. but I got, th- I got 3 p.m. Dolby because I'm off so nice it's i i'm i love dolby doked three no 3 p.m is like that's it it's like i'm gonna see it first
2: you're gonna know about it before anyone else you're gonna are you gonna li- live tweet and spoil it for everyone
0: oh no i was gonna stream it on twitch oh okay cool yeah yeah I'll that's that's,
1: that's take a, yeah, a a legal yeah that's totally legal totally break at work oh, I'll be yeah exactly yeah
0: thank you thank you <laughs> make sure to smash that bell to stay notified guys <laughs> um I'll, I'll do it on the official bedrock city twitch
1: <laughs> oh perfect perfect
0: make sure we get, we get bagged for that
2: bedrock gets shut down
0: <laughs> <laughs> for live um, streaming spider-man <laughs> what a way to go out though you know like a champ. i can see the bleeding yeah. cool article right
2: now um we need to get you back on regal michael
0: oh man it's still far. I,
2: okay i have regal for 13 dollars a month now it's cheaper than yours yeah,
0: i jumped but- through
2: hoops this weekend uh, I They had a Black Friday deal, which was $60 off of a year, but I already am subscribed for a year. So I had to contact customer support to cancel it and then resubscribe for the Black Friday deal. But when I resubscribed, they also had a Black Friday deal on Amazon where you could get a $50 Regal gift card for $40. Oh, wow. So I bought three of those, loaded it to my account
0: and then bought the dude Regal's got you. Bought the, the black Friday thing. Yeah, so I dude,
2: took it up for twenty-one dollars to thirteen dollars a month.
0: I'll be I'll for... be real with you though. Regal has left a really bad taste in my mouth with trying to cancel mm-hmm. the stupid thing. It th- like they wanted me to send like because I told them that it was too far from my house, and they wanted me to they, they wanted me to send my lease, a copy of my lease. That's insane. Uh, I, guess,
2: I I, I, I messaged them private. on Facebook and they said, okay, it's canceled.
0: Right. Uh, eventually, I, well, I responded to that email. I was like, "Absolutely not." Or do the <sighs> government? No, <laughs> you don't need to, you don't need to see my lease. You can That's cancel right it. Yo. Thank you. That's I was insane. like, I was like, I'll, I'll put up with a lot of stupid crap for you know, a lot of stupid crap. But come on, why does the movie theater need to see my lease? Right. You
1: know, social security number two. Oh, right. Geez. Blood sample. Like,
0: yeah. Right. Uh, but anyway, so I'm I'm on the AMC life, but. You know, Dylan, I don't have to pay the upcharge for seeing That's our right. you don't you know, have to
2: see. That's true, yeah.
0: So it uh, is ultimately cheaper. How much was your gonna, RPX upcharge?
2: Up hmm?
0: $3. Oh, really? That was like yeah. 8
2: No, RPX isn't that bad. I think IMAX is... IMAX is or, like... Or 40X is like 8 It gets bad if you do those, but screen I, don't, I don't like those. But I'm going to get you back, Michael, when uh, when they finish remodeling. I mean, you're, I'm, you're not going be able to say you. no. You're going to well, be like, all thankfully, right, I'm AMC
0: will let you cut cancel whenever you want and not have any you know have to email customer service but anyway this is this is the movie theater subscription podcast where we debate you must
2: have been flagged as a fraudulent customer or something uh, like
0: that what do you was this mondo <laughs> prince hey, aaron, on. Uh, aaron uh uh, I'll, uh this uh, it's funny uh dylan got uh was trying to buy a mondo poster and then or he did buy a mondo poster uh mm-hmm. and then got an email from mondo that he was a fraudulent account and was and they canceled his order
2: it was, and it was one tiring. of those ones where I was like refreshing at the computer, like, oh, because they just sell out immediately. And I was like, and it was a WandaVision post, and I was like, yes, I finally got it. And then, like, half an hour later, they emailed me, like, we canceled your order and refunded you because you're is fraudulent. It's like, what? But <laughs> they, they helped. I was like, I, I emailed back and I was like, can I buy it again? Um, it was fine.
0: Yeah, it worked eventually out. worked out.
2: But I hate Mondo. Uh,
0: I, do, I have a Mondo piece of news coming up.
2: Oh, okay. Ooh. I did not want to steal,
0: both. Uh no. Go on.
2: <laughs> Moving on. Um, my second news article. Uh, yes. uh I'll go through it quickly. Amy Pascal, the uh, Sony lady, said that they're doing more Spider-Man movies. Tom Holland's been saying, "I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm going to come back," but she said, "We're doing three more, and we're doing stuff with Miles, and we're going to do Spider-Man and Venom together." Uh, so there's a Haven't lot. Of they promises. learned that lesson. No, Michael, they'll overpromise and.
0: Sony's the just, worst.
2: And then just later they'll it. just deny, deny, deny if uh they don't make those things, you know.
0: So I mean, going off of that, my prediction, my wild prediction, is looking like it could happen, right? I mean that, wh- that, <coughs> the, about about miles, Dylan. Oh, so uh, if, if you if you missed it last week, my wild prediction uh, is that the whole multiple Spider-Man thing is a direct swerve by Sony. And sure, yes, we are going to have Toby and Andrew because they want us talking about Toby and Andrew and really the big reveal is that Miles is going to show up. That's my wild theory.
1: There've been rumors about Miles for a while in mm-hmm. in this movie. And um, no.
0: <clears throat> I mean, they would just ruin there, it. That is I mean, it would just he would be bad. It's Sony. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing.
1: What, what He's going to
0: show up in Morbius
1: let's see was an oh. action figure already is that not am i am no. i mis- am i misremembering
0: yeah no that that that's not a thing
1: okay
2: not yet yeah not yet. i think that's the hole in michael's prediction is that so everything about this movie has leaked so it doesn't seem plausible that they've managed to keep one secret but you never know michael it could happen i hope yeah. it doesn't because there's already like 30 characters in this movie so and we've seen what happens when sony does big uh
0: what are you some kind of miles
2: like i mean spider-man 2 spider-man 3 you know bunch of villains kind of thing um they they don't juggle them that well let's just say that so i don't know if we need to no, miles as well uh but we'll see i everyone gets so mad at me when i say that this movie may not be good spider-man I, no way home
0: i completely agree with you there's a chance that this movie is just fine it's not a home run
2: i like i'm not one of the people where if you show the three spider man i'm just gonna automatically love the movie you know
0: same
1: so 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 that was one of my complaints not complaint but that was kind of one of my issues with uh civil war right there were a lot of people raving about the movie I'm like yeah but the plot was kind of okay it was just kind of upheld by so many characters coming in new reveals and we had all these people on one screen and it's just kind of an okay movie, in my opinion, at least. So I definitely understand where you're coming from with with the Spider-Man movie.
0: Yeah, I think you you do run the risk of yeah. too many. Hey, look at this! Hey, look at this! Check it out! You know, like that doesn't that doesn't make it good.
2: Yeah, it, I don't know if they introduce Miles to me, it'll feel like how they introduced Wonder Woman in BVS, where she had no purpose or, and you could take her out, and the movie would be the same. You know. I feel like that's yeah. what's going to happen with actually the other Spider-Man as well, but we'll see. I hope I'm wrong. I don't want to be the uh, negative Nancy who has to eat crow when the movie's amazing, so
1: we'll see. Um, I did figure out what I was thinking of. The, the Spider-Man No Way Home Marvel Legends series has the Gamerverse Miles Morales in it, and I was uh, confused. I definitely thought it was like the, the No Way Home Miles. I was like, is he just right there? No, it's the Gamerverse, my mistake.
2: Hey, you never know, though. You could be right. Sometimes they do like an alternate version of a character that's relevant to that movie, you know, like the comic version or something like that. So that's true. Maybe they're like, we need to get the Miles in here if he's going to be in the movies. So we'll do this one. Because kids don't know when they go buy right. it. Kids don't know. It's, yeah. it's definitely possible.
0: We'll see. I mean, Michael. we'll see. Hope we'll you're see. wrong. I know
2: um we talked a a couple weeks ago about how they're doing extensive resuits on multiverse of madness uh they're doing it for three months six days a week which is a lot for a movie kind of rogue rogue one level crap
0: um that's a whole new movie at that point
2: it's a it's a new half of a movie maybe (laughs) uh but um benedict cumberbatch was talking about it and he said we're working incredibly hard to make a schedule work to realize the full potential of the film Bits that we had to do better, but also bits that we were just impossible to do on the day because of logistics and COVID, et cetera. So if the rumors are true that they're adding new cameos and stuff like that, um, I guess it could make sense that COVID didn't allow them to fly a bunch of guest stars out, like whatever, Patrick Stewart, if he's in it, you know, maybe they couldn't fly him out at that time. So, Sure. That could be it. I don't know. Um, I don't think it means it's going to be bad, though. Rogue One was good, you know? program is very good it means they're putting effort into it if they if something didn't work and they're fixing it we could look at it that way or it's bad and they're sinking more money into it like justice league we'll see
0: <laughs> yeah putting money into it is not a uh,
2: i don't want to put that energy on this movie it's not they're not bringing in joss whedon to fix it so no
0: marvel marvel has not earned that reputation
2: yeah <laughs> there's no reason to believe that yet no. Um, for those who uh, haven't watched Eternals yet, which I think is a lot of people, uh, it's coming to Disney Plus on January twelfth for free, not the premium. Wow! Game. So
1: well, thank goodness. I'm if awesome. you it it's good. I thought we we thought it was good, but um, was just... we all liked okay. it. I get it, but
2: I, I do think it's interesting. I think it's becoming less crucial for casual fans to go, like with Shang Chi, Black Widow, and this. It's just like if you know. Now that there's a pattern that it will be on Disney Plus in a couple months, it's just like for free, you know? It's like it's not you no know, one, you don't need a rest of the box office to see it, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's really convenient for me too. Um, with yeah, you know, with with my son, who I cannot go see these movies with because I don't a think a three-hour comic book movie. Yeah, three hour comic book movie that's gonna have, you know, a little bit more violence than I think is appropriate for him and usually a little bit of swearing, which you know, he is not around ever and just makes it easier for me put him in bed and like all right i'm going to go watch the movie that uh i didn't have yeah. time to see in the theater. Absolutely.
2: Sense. Um oh this one i thought was funny. Uh Ridley Scott is, so he, he did the last duel a couple of months ago which i thought was a really good movie. Um
0: it was, it was so do, is it able to overcome the bad hair pieces?
2: Yes, it was it was genuinely a good movie.
0: Matt Damon's hairpiece or is his, it, his mullet? His mullet, it, it looks like he's in still water. So it's the same Every, character.
2: Well, everyone has a wig. I don't know what to tell you, Michael.
0: What? Why? Like, this is the year of our Lord 2021, and we're still having hair appliances that look like this? Come on.
2: Ben Affleck has a platinum it's, blonde wig and a platinum blonde the, beard. The, 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 goat,
0: the beard the beard is too much. The wig is fine. The, be- the beard. Come on. But, but the last tool good.
2: Okay. Yes, the movie was good. Uh, those okay. are these not—they're not the main characters, even though the, they're on the poster prominently. But um, the it flopped. It did really, really badly. Made about I think they said twenty-five million, something like that. It cost a hundred million to make. Yikes. Normally, normally you want to make back double your uh, production budget because that's how much they spent on marketing, um, and then you could break even. So it should have made around two hundred million, but it it made a, about a tenth of that. Um, but Ridley Scott, someone asked him why he thought it flopped and he said i think it boils down to hold on I have to be careful the curse words in here um, huh. <laughs> what we've got today are the audience who audiences who are brought up on these effing cell phones no oh my uh, god the, the millennials do the millennials do not ever want to be taught anything unless it's on a smartphone um, and then he said this is a broad stroke but i think we're dealing with with it right now with facebook I don't know. He blamed Facebook millennials. Facebook, uh,
0: Facebook millennials. That, that's just shows you how hilarious. dated he
2: is. He's like, all the kids are on Facebook, so they didn't go to my movie. It's like, wow, they're on TikTok, <laughs> sir. Number one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for, first of all, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't know. We get this like every few months. Some like old,
0: old director, old,
2: old director blaming young people for their movie not doing well. You know.
0: It's, but it's I don't so, really get this. Yeah. What does he
2: mean? We don't want to be taught something unless it's on a phone. How does that apply?
0: I, I mean, he, he means that, uh, you know, uh, we're all too glued to our phones. And that's the only thing that informs our worldview is the phone. And we can't learn from cinema anymore. And that God Ridley Scott, you know, wants to impart his message and wisdom to us.
1: His, or his something and, and his art. You can't appreciate art if you're staring at your phone, I think is part part, part of that. <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah. There. Well,
2: I think he, I think this operates under the assumption that people look at The Last Duel and think it looks too educational. Like, oh, I don't want to go learn something. I'll be on my phone. Like, it, it wasn't,
0: it know. doesn't look like that at all. It, I mean, it looked, I mean, I didn't think it looked very good, if I'm honest with you.
2: I know. I was surprised that it was good.
0: I don't really I like Ridley Scott. Interesting. Honestly.
1: But there are a lot of movies um, that seem like, they are definitely art pieces and not necessarily meant to entertain the masses and this kind of seemed like one of those to me like uh the green knight i don't know if either of y'all saw that i haven't oh. seen it
0: oh i love the mm-hmm. Green Knight.
1: okay I, ne- I need to see it but that seemed like something like that to a very niche movie that is not oh, yeah. for everybody but just a gorgeous like you know somebody poured their heart and soul into this and oh yeah we did a review on it see- did you okay i'll have to go yeah, back it's and, and great watch that we, we love that will kind of seem similar to that or something Put his heart and soul into, and just it's not for everybody, man. And you don't need to take offense to that. It is
2: mar- It was marketed that way. I would agree, but I it does have like a wide appeal. Having seen it though, there's like a, a decent amount of action. Uh, it's kind of, kind of funny. I don't know it, I don't know why it flopped because it had it was starring Kylo Ren and Batman and Jason Bourne. You know, but right. I guess it, the trailers didn't make it look very good. I agree. But we'll just add the movie industry to the long list of and things that millennials have canceled, like napkins, you know?
0: Oh, do we cancel napkins?
2: Yeah, I remember all those articles like millennials killed the napkin
1: industry because we just hey. used paper towels. Look oh, at yeah. Y'all, y'all <laughs> old folks killing the napkins. That's so funny. That's Hold right. It. Oh, yeah. How old are you? I'm, I'm a baby. I'm 24. Z. Oh, yeah, I'm technically Z. Gen Z. However, Zed. I refuse to be associated with them Tide Pod eaters. That's <laughs> not me. That's not me, man. There's terrible people in every <clears throat> in exactly.
2: every dem- demographic. I'm, I'm yeah, I will says, say I'm I'm the youngest millennial. Okay,
0: and I'm the oldest millennial.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm the oldest Gen Z. But I have to listen to Connor coming home from college and telling stories of his roommates and stuff. I'm like, man, y'all kids are dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah probably five years apart i feel like y'all kids are dumb <laughs> yeah big
2: dumb um okay no, i told you we get to chris pratt here we are um the director was talking about uh, or the producer was talking about his performance and then he said all i can tell you is that the voices he's going to do for mario is ph- phenomenal i can't wait for you to hear it um he said, <laughs> we cover we cover the italian accent in the movie so we'll definitely nod to it, but that's not the tenor of the performance throughout the film. So it seems like we're just getting regular all American Chris Pratt. And so they might he's do just, some kind of like Easter egg about
0: doing Chris the Pratt.
2: Like, I don't get this casting. I, or is I, it would you all prefer just Chris Pratt, like Lego movie or Chris Pratt doing a Mario impression? What's worse?
0: What's worse? I think regular Chris Pratt, honestly. Because like, what's the point? Like, I mean, if you're gonna play the Italian plumber, at least like—I
1: don't know—give us a hint. Give me something. Hint of Italian. I just find it amusing that, um, oh, what's his name? Mario's actual voice actor is gonna be in the movie, just not as Mario. That's, okay. That's offensive. That's yeah. I'm, I'm offended. What? Why? Why is he here? What is he doing? What is he doing? If he's not. Charles oh, Mart- Mar- uh, Martinet, you know what? or whatever his name is. Yes, that's what it's going to be. That's you said they. Uh, they said they covered the uh, the Italian accent. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something like uh, Charles Marnet is going to be saying something about it. He's going to make a comment about his accent at some point during the movie. That's what it's going to be. I think we'll somehow
2: get Chris Pratt doing it for a second. Like either he'll impersonate him, or he'll like go undercover as an Italian or something like that. Like there'll be some kind of stupid nod to it from Chris Pratt. We'll see. I hope I'm wrong. We'll see. Uh this Gross. movie is very interesting. I can't wait to see it. See. Um let's see. Uh Miyazaki's coming back for a movie, which he I mean, he previously retired. He's 80, really? you know.
1: Yes. Yeah. Seventh last movie he's doing.
2: Yeah. yeah. Another last movie. It's like when Cher did a ton of farewell tours, you know, it's like that.
1: I think um, every
0: artist does that. I've seen Kiss Farewell at least three times in person. <laughs>
2: But this is a, a feature-length movie called "How How Do You Live," and in an interview, someone asked him why he's coming out of retirement. You know why he's making another movie? Like, what was so important about this that he felt like he had to make it? And he said, "Because I wanted to." Yeah. that was it. a big mood. So, hey, man, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, you don't always I say, mean, when
0: you make the most well-respected animated movies, uh, I mean, probably ever. ever, unless you're Walt Disney, maybe. Like, yeah probably i don't know more respected than disney i think like uh, these the most important animated filmmaker probably of all time and sure why not he can do whatever he wants it'll be great
1: <laughs> yep uh, we're totally all gonna good. love it yep
0: i mean i'll go see it
1: absolutely
2: all right i'll get through my last three quickly uh okay apparently george rr R. martin who oh more can't- he cannot himself give us more books, but he apparently begged Game of Thrones to do ten seasons of game, of the of the show rather so than we could buy, kinda, more,
0: buy more time to finish his books.
2: I, is that it? I guess so, you know, but I think it's pretty rich of him to be like, you cannot rush this, like <laughs> meanwhile yeah. I'll do nothing and I'll do work on these other projects. So yeah. I don't
1: know. All I'm saying is I'm I'm a big fan of Dark Souls. And so, you know, George R. R. Martin wrote Elden Ring, which is coming out in um february right. which is looks you know, really good it looks great and i'm just praying that that is worth the wait like okay if you're working on this it better be really good if you're working on this instead of instead of finishing game of thrones like right golden ring better be fantastic i'm taking that weekend off <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah it does look really good
2: um i think this probably would i think he's right though i think doing more seasons would have yes. made that last Absolutely. season more like if they stretched it out into at least two, it would have been better. But I agree. Um, not even was a that last season wasn't even a full season; it was half a season because they the D and D whatever those guys' names are wanted to go do something else. Remember?
0: Yep, uh, D- and Benny Off and DB. and yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, ugh, I don't. I, I don't want to think about Game of Thrones again.
0: No, it's Moving over. We're done, we're done with her.
2: No, we'll be back. House Targaryen is uh, coming out soon. Stop.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. Ugh. We don't care. Uh, I watch it. I watch it. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. A few gritted teeth.
2: <laughs> watch it be good. Um, let's see. Dune is coming back to IMAX, which I think Michael and I said. Michael, did you see it at IMAX? Did either of y'all see it?
1: Uh, yeah, I saw or... it on IMAX. Oh, I didn't. I was so upset. I missed out on the last day we were going to go see, and then my mother had the wrong movie time, and so I did not go see it. I watched it. Oh, oh no! I watched it at the house instead.
2: Did you like the movie though?
1: I did. Um, I did like the movie. I thought um, I wanted to read the book beforehand and so I was listening to the audiobook and got right about to the same point as where the, the movie ended. Nice. Um, the audiobook is great.
0: The audiobook also. is...
1: Well, okay. I don't know if there's like two different audiobooks, but they had at the beginning of the audiobook they had like four or five different people doing the yeah. voices. Multicast. And like, well, But then like 15 chapters in all the rest of the people just leave and it's the one dude doing all the voices and they all come oh, back really? like eight chapters later. It's wild. I was so confused. because okay. I think it's that's weird. why I got
2: confused about it too, Michael. Because remember, I was like, "No, it's one guy."
0: Yeah, because it, I listened. I listened it. to it. I listened to it years ago, and it's definitely different because the one that I listened to has a much bigger voice cast than the one that's on there
1: right now. So the one on but- Audible, yeah, it had like. For half of it, there's, there's five or six people doing it, and for half of it, it's just the one dude. And then so it's like, just
0: the guy that does Paul doing everything?
1: Yes, and like, mm-hmm. Baron Harkonnen's voice was so different, and I'm like, who is this person talking? Like, I definitely thought this was the Baron, and then you know, someone says his name, and I'm like, oh, very confused. But, uh, back to the movie, I, I did enjoy the movie. I felt like they left out a lot, which wasn't necessarily a bad thing, because some of those things kind of bogged down the pacing of the book. It's a very slow read, but yes. I would have liked to see some a very of the things in, included in it. Um, just things about things about Paul, about his uh, his mental abilities as well. And then I think perhaps the uh, the dinner party as well that was that was left out, uh, and that really shows like all the politics of the world of Arrakis, which was really cool. I'm that was like where it gets very Game of Thronesy for me, uh, and I really like that kind of political back and forth, you know, the 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 word banter and. And the threats behind veiled Were, Were, words, I think, is very entertaining. And they left that big old scene out, which I was a little disappointed in. Other than that, I really, really enjoyed the movie. Visually, it was fantastic.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I get that. Like, yeah, we didn't get, we got a little bit of politics stuff in the beginning, but it sort of um, it wasn't the primary focus. I'm thinking we'll get a little bit more of that in the second one. Um, I certainly hope so. But yeah, I saw um, it in IMAX and Dolby. But go on, Dylan.
2: If you watched it on HBO, or if you didn't see it in IMAX, I think, I mean, starting December third, you have another chance. there. it's coming back in IMAX. Um, Ooh, it's gonna play, I think, probably until Spider Man comes out on the sixteenth. So you have a you have a couple of weeks to see it, unless there's something I'm not thinking of coming out in IMAX before that. But I think this is one of those situations where they don't have an IMAX movie, and rather than just leave it empty, they're gonna they'll they'll reissue this. Um, but IMAX was like definitely the way to go. It plessed it up a lot for me. So I would suggest it. If you especially if you watched it on HBO and and liked it a lot, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I did. I watched it on HBO Max, unfortunately. Our like internet got really, really like spotty, like right when the worm is showing up. And so it's all oh, like, no. fuzzy. And I'm like, this is the point I've been waiting for this entire movie, and now it's <laughs> fuzzy.
0: You guys are messing <laughs> up the shy Halud? Exactly. Come on.
1: What would
2: Ridley Scott say about that? But yes, I'll be going to you see. You say get off your cell phone it's
0: and coming back. Yeah, that's exciting.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Last one. Uh, the Ahsoka show is a thing that's still coming out. We haven't heard much about it other than um, that Sabine is in it and Ahsoka. They've both been cast, but they added another cast member. Her name is Ivana Sokno. I'm uh, not too familiar with her, but she was one of the random uh, Pacific Rim people. I think she was oh the Ru- remember there was like a Russian mm-hmm. pair. I think she was one of them. Uh she was also let it let us know the spy who dumped me and can't take it back. Uh so we don't know who she's playing and I don't know who she is. So this is like not too much of a news uh
0: other than that this person is in the Ahsoka show. Yes. Okay. They're- well, I mean I mean the show is gonna be a lot of fun for sure.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited for a proper Jedi show, you know.
1: Yeah. So book of boba fett's next month isn't
0: it oh man yeah it is this month are you
1: are you hyped for that aaron oh i'm so hyped i am a huge boba fett fan Uh, i do not have my camera so you cannot see all my boba fett action figures on my desk but i have hot toys and sh figure arts and all of the stuff and i am i'm so ready for this show so
0: does that mean you're gonna buy uh at the end of the month the book of boba fett Fortnite skin and start playing Fortnite with us aaron Do it, do it. Don't, we're we're on Man. Fortnite now. We're doing it. We're we're okay. we're Team I mean, Fortnite. So I have uh, I have a Fortnite news article coming up, so don't to, worry.
1: Totally. Uh well, okay, then I'll I'll come back to this. I will circle back to my point here. Uh when you reach your Fortnite news article. Okay,
0: excellent. I'm done though, Michael. Okay, um, you know what? So we're gonna start with video games, and I'll do the Fortnite one first. So Fortnite uh has so they've started to do uh crossovers with fashion brands, they did one with uh Montclair uh last month. And now they're doing one with Jordans, so uh, you can get your <laughs> your your Jordans in Fortnite. Uh, so they have a bunch of uh, Air Jordan themed clothing coming out. Uh, I believe next Oh well, no, next week, December two weeks, uh, December eleventh. So to go along with mm. the Air Jordan eleven, so it's on December eleventh. Um, I and I hope really that's great. But what I really want is I want them to have a jump man emote from drake that's what i really want um i mean jordan's you know whatever cool but i want the drake song (laughs) there you go yeah so you're not not a fortnite fan there
1: um well so funny story uh i wasn't (laughs) until two weeks ago so I've I have dabbled. Everybody who plays video games, I I feel like most people have you know at least like tried it. Tried it to, to see what the hype is about. I was not a huge fan. <clears throat> um, however, I, I was working at a HEB a couple of years ago, um, just like looking at my my bank account balance and there's like eight hundred dollars missing. I'm like, hold on. a Oh, minute. It, it charged to Epic Games. I'm like, I am literally at work here in the deli just checking on, right. my, on my lunch break, you know, doing maintenance as, a, as I do. And freaked out. I get of home, course. you know, call the bank and everything, call Epic Games, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Apparently, somebody logged into my Epic Games account and bought $800 in V-Bucks Whoa. on my Epic Games account. I was able to recover the money, uh, thankfully, but also, like, they never removed the V-Bucks. Oh, what? So I've got $800 in V-Bucks sitting on Bro, an account that I can maybe remember the password
0: to. Let's play. You can gift us all the emotes. Here you go. That's I it. Got you. I got you. We got the plug over here.
2: So you don't know who did it? I thought the story was going to end with like, it was
1: Connor no, or something. No, I have no <laughs> it <was> idea. Connor. <laughs> I, I don't know. Some Some dude in like Indianapolis hacked my account, apparently. So that was exciting. Wow, no, that was okay. that was Connor with a VPN. <laughs>
0: totally. <laughs> um, other gaming. Oh yeah, also uh, download Fortnite. Come play with us. Uh, we're trying to get enough people that we can just run our own BR at this point. Like we have too many people trying to play Fortnite. We got to play the big team modes now. So uh, come 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 squad up so we can run like a five on five in a big map or something um anyway um more video game news i took over the video gaming news since ron's left um but it's all my video game news so um vampire the masquerade swan song has been delayed uh until may it's only a slight push um uh, the publisher is nakon uh they did that um the game the council a year or two ago um pretty good story based um more like choices rather than like lots of gameplay um which is very fitting for masquerade but uh, the game got pushed back um, three months. So
2: is not it pushed back already? Or
0: no? No, that's Bloodlines. Bloodlines has been in de- delayed indefinitely, which is a problem. Okay. Um, it they they changed developers. Uh, they oh, po- they pulled it from whoever it was and moved it to a developer that we still don't know who they are. But we are there was a, I didn't put it in the news article last week because it was a nothing article saying uh, that they haven't named who the new developer is. However, they are very happy with the progress that is being made with the new developer. I mean, so hmm. it, if it was canceled, they would have just said it was canceled, right? Like You would think so. Um, or just
2: at least not talk about it ever again.
0: So, as I said earlier, I have a piece of Mondo news and I don't know if Dylan saw this. I can't... Somebody I know really likes this character. I don't remember who it is. It might be Dylan. But Mondo's got a to drop tomorrow of bidoof it's we've not me a, it's not you okay so i'm, I'm <laughs> no nope. but the part, so we've got a bidoof poster i'm sending it to the to the discord here um by matt taylor it's on sale tomorrow at the at this drop if you hear this it's at 11 a.m oh, our time they've got this really sweet bidoof poster 50 bucks it, it there's only 250 of them uh and if you know anything about mondo posters they're impossible to get you gotta get them within 30 seconds of the drop usually Unless it's not popular, like the man thing one today didn't sell out. You're gonna go sell buy them. Um, it's impossible to tell what's Why going to He's like the meme Pokemon.
1: He he is the meme Pokemon. Uh, I will tell you. I can tell you the reasoning for this timing uh, is because last week or two weeks ago, the re-release of Poke or the release of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which is the remake of the 2007 Diamond and Pearl, came out, uh, where this f- Pokemon first appeared in those games. So this is there probably co- coinciding with the the timing there.
2: This is very frustrating for me because Matt Taylor is. I have like maybe ten of his posters. Oh wow! Um, he does all the MCU ones, um, and that's like specifically what I collect. And he hasn't done one since the pandemic, since Endgame. Um, and now you get a Bidoof. And I'm like waiting for Black Widow, Shang Chi. It like you Bidoof. know the Loki show, all these, and now he's doing Bidoof. a Bidoof poster. I'm like. What's that? I thought maybe he like quit or something, but no, there's this. So no, he's out I here doing
0: Badoof. Oof. So, so you're gonna get it?
2: No. I thought you were a
0: fan, Dylan. No. So it's probably
2: wow. it's fifty bucks too. Come on. Yeah.
0: But you could yeah. sell it later.
1: No, I couldn't.
0: No, you couldn't. Probably,
1: you could sell it to me later, maybe.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So um moving on to um some quick wrestling news. As I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Ring of Honor has announced that they're going to be um, going on an indefinite hiatus uh, and all of their contracted wrestlers contracts are going to be um, released uh, on January 1st, which is unfortunately uh, a big problem. (laughs) Uh, And uh, we got a little bit more details about how that happened. Uh, They have apparently Ring of Honor has a weekly Zoom call with its contracted wrestlers. So there's contracted wrestlers and then people who just get brought on for shows. Um, Like contracted wrestlers are, you know, guys that have been there for years, ladies that, you know, work there every week. And then other people just come and do a show here and there. So your contracted guys uh, are on this Zoom call every week and they found out before the news broke. Everyone else just found out like when Bleeding Cool was talking about it. So it's unfortunate. Um, So. I, it doesn't look like uh they said that they're hoping to come back in April, but that doesn't really make any sense to me. Like if you're closing down for four months, for what? Uh but anyway, so all I really hope that comes out of this is that Danhausen goes to AEW. Danhausen's great. Uh love that Danhausen. Um he is great. We've already seen Jay Lethal, uh, one of their top stars, show up in triple A in Mexico, um, in AEW, in Impact, you know so there's all that and we have some more kenny omega news unfortunately um as speculated um so uh triple mania is coming up that is uh their triple a triple A's is uh, the mexican uh the top mexican promotion and he was their champion um as well as aew and impact champion and after he lost those belts uh he's he's been uh very injured and very unable to compete, but he still has this triple A belt, and he is officially vacated. He has officially vacated the title, um, which is, uh, you know, unfortunate because he has had the official uh, longest reign of any champion ever of this is sixty year old belt, so that's really cool. Um, but he has to. He unfortunately has to drop it because he has real life injuries that can't work right now. Uh, but he, you know, you've, when you when the more stories you are hearing about Kenny Omega. And how injured he has been for the past six or seven years. And he's been putting on every year. The best match of the year has him in it. Like uh, he's been having vertigo for four years in matches and just like, Oh, let me just oh, casually geez. have the best match in the world. Yeah. Um, but uh, he put out a great video, um, a great promo talking about vacating the belt and he, you know, spinning it of course says, Oh, I didn't, vacate the title triple a removed it from me uh so you know they they did they, they no one else could take it so the company had to take it from me so once i'm back and once i'm healed don't worry i'll come back and take it and i'll hold it until i die uh so uh you know i we hope kenny omega gets better and is able to have one more good run um but if you if you haven't seen it it's on triple a's twitter they they tweeted it out I'll go check that out um some tv news we have uh, Chucky has been renewed for season two. Dylan, did you catch up yet?
2: No, I haven't caught up yet. But okay, I love the first half of the season.
0: I've heard only great things about Chucky. You need to watch it. I want to. It looks really good. Uh, Aaron, have you watched Chucky at all?
1: No, I haven't heard anything about it.
0: Oh, it's yeah, it's, uh, it's on Sci-Fi. <clears throat> no, it's on uh, USA um, or Sci-Fi. I, think, I don't remember. Oh, it's on both. What? How's that work? Okay, whatever. It's on two. Cha- it's on two channels, um, and yeah, it's got it got renewed, which is exciting, and it's been very positive. It's a very a wacky take on Chucky, which I think is kind of what you need because uh, Chucky is a very silly character. I've always typically hated the child's Child's Play franchise, um, and I thought they got better later on when they just sort of <clears throat> embraced how stupid it is that a doll is killing people.
1: I don't like slashers and that kind of. Jump scare oh, I love that kind of movies in general. So uh, that just never appealed to me. Sure. If I'm going to watch a um like a horror thing, it's got to be more like a like a psychological thriller. Kinda, I get that deal.
0: I understand uh, that for sure. Makes sense. Well, unfortunately, I have two more uh, slasher stories coming up, but uh, <laughs> um, um, some Amazon Prime news. So Wheel of Time has um, been very well received and has been getting um, very good, um, not ratings, but whatever you call it, views. I meant to um,
2: talk about that with my watch. I watched the first four. There's only four. Um, I watched
0: all of it. It's really good. It's uh, one of the top five launches of all time for Prime Video. So um, I haven't watched no. it yet, um, but I want to. I, I've i read the first two novels. And, and I you liked, didn't like uh, them,
2: right? Oh, I, I did. thought you, okay. But they were, I
0: mean, they were, they were fine. Um, I don't, I think that they, they read as kind of dated to me. Um, I mean, they, they are. are yeah. But I don't know. They're fine. I, I get why people like them, but um, my biggest you problem. Gonna,
2: you're gonna watch this.
0: I want to. Everybody says it's good. So, um, my biggest problem with the books is that there's a lot of um, they do the thing that Dune does, um, but worse, I think, where everything is learned through immersion, ra- rather mm-hmm. than like you have a character explaining what something is, like. You'll just have, oh, yeah, so-and-so is a red Aja. And that's, uh, like, what does that mean? And you go, like, the entire book not knowing what that means until you get context clues later to figure it out. And I hate that. It's, like, one of my biggest pet peeves. Now, that's just a literary, you know, thing I don't like. That doesn't mean it's bad. This isn't something I enjoy. But uh, the world-building is fantastic in the novel, and the show looks great. Y'all liked it?
1: I haven't watched it. It's on on the list. It's on the list. Um, As y'all know, I've had family stuff recently. Yeah. So there are a lot of things that uh, that are on the list. And hopefully during the next few weeks, I'll be getting to like with days off around Christmas and stuff. So nice. I definitely will be watching that at some point soon.
2: Oh, I thought it looked kind of bad based on the trailer. Like I wasn't looking forward to it. And <clears throat> Amazon doesn't really do shows that I like in general, but I was kind of forced to watch this and um was pleasantly surprised. It's really good.
0: And then the shows that they do make that are good, they don't do anything with.
2: Exactly. Or they don't promote it. So I'm <laughs> happy up. to see that it's doing well.
0: Shout out Electric Dreams! Like, come on, that show was so good. Yeah, but was anyway, it, um,
2: the yeah. other one on that too, Tales from the Loop, or was that Tales from the Loop yeah. was
0: also on Amazon? Yeah,
2: yeah, um, like the inside RPG, Tales from the Loop.
0: Yes. Ooh, exactly. You know, you didn't even know it. Exactly. That's the thing. That's what we've been saying for years. Amazon will put out these like bangers of of a show, and then do nothing with them. <laughs>
2: And then I'll they'll do, do a billion commercials for Carnival Row or whatever. Right, that, yeah. that and the, their so only
0: awesome. advertising for Tales of the Loop was like the tape on an Amazon box.
1: Yeah, y'all don't watch <laughs> anime, do you? Either of y'all? don't. Um, does more than I I do. watch some. Okay, have you watched Vinland Saga on Amazon? Mm. Oh, no. Wow, that's a good one. That's a good, like, uh, if you like um, uh, Viking and, like, Scandinavian history, that's a really, really good one. Uh, probably my favorite um, anime of, like, the past couple years. Uh, and that was an Amazon uh, original, which is that's, uh, really, really good. That's cool. I never thought to look on Amazon for anime.
0: Amazon has yes. everything, man. Apparently. <laughs> um, but the UI
1: sucks.
2: I don't want to scroll through it. It's so it I
0: hate the Prime Video UI so much, it's dude. It's great. awful. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, the, the, the whole point of the news article is that uh, they did announce that they are nearing a deal with Electronic Arts to develop a Mass Effect series. For Amazon Prime um, they said uh, quote you will be seeing us continuing to invest in the fantasy genre of all kinds we have a genre focused team uh, on the ground in studios who work tirelessly with our creative partners on those slates and you can look forward to more uh, referring to Mass Effect so that's very exciting I I'm a big Mass Effect fan I did not play yeah. uh, whatever Andromeda because Andromeda. it looked bad um, and two of the three Mass Effect novels, I, I don't know if they wrote more after that, but th- they did three when they when the game was current. Uh, two of those three were really good. The third one was uh, unreadable. Um, but I, I think the extended universe of Mass Effect could be very, very good. And you can have a very good sci-fi show based off of this. Um, I love it. Are you guys Mass uh, Effect fans?
1: Yeah, I, I played the games um, back when they were coming out uh and every time the the remaster collection goes on sale on steam i'm sitting there thinking about it if i need to drop forty dollars and play it all again yeah Um, yes but yeah i'm I'm a huge fan i I like sci-fi it's a great sci-fi world they've done some wonderful world building within the games and uh kind of same thing with league legends like the more you want to flesh out this wonderful world you've already built like i'm all i'm all here for that
0: absolutely um So three little stories here. They're going to go pretty quickly. Um, The matrix has teamed up with a iconic restaurant to do some promo promotions. Um, (laughs) That's right. Denny's is going to be having the matrix resurrection themed menu items, as well as uh, using the Denny's reward app. There's a, there's a ongoing effort on there called the glitch um, which will, um, offer deals uh beverages that cost a penny you can get a red pill and a blue pill surprise discounts, and more throughout the month and i assume you'll get some sort of matrix themed moon's over miami type of a M- miami type of a thing or some sort of a neo pancake platter or you know well, they did not so, give any examples
1: of what these meals are going to be called
0: uh no they did uh, not um some a of the Tr- deals a stack with,
1: with three pancakes yeah, Ooh, that's got to be it that's, not, that's that's pretty good
0: uh, that's got to be it dude that'd no that'd no it. At this point, all we know is that um, some of the, some of the deals Denny, Denny's has released includes beverages that cost a penny, red pill and blue pill surprise discounts, and more.
1: And huh. more.
0: Uh, that the and more is what I'm looking forward to. Absolutely. Uh, would, would this would this get you to go to a Denny's, Dylan?
1: Absolutely not,
0: <laughs> Aaron.
1: <laughs> when there's a Cracker Barrel that exists in this world, no, not not at all.
0: Yeah, for real, like. In Rosenberg, they are basically across the street, and
1: yeah. you all have a Cracker Barrel. Yeah, we, do. Dude. we have a Cracker Barrel down here.
0: There's none around here. I'm very jealous. <laughs> they Come are. Visit. They are all within uh, a big ten minute drive here. You have the. You have IHOP, which sucks. The Rosenberg IHOP is terrible. Uh, Denny's, Waffle House, waffle House and, and Cracker and Barrel. Houses.
1: I've been that Waffle House many times.
0: Me too, man. Me too. I, I, too many. Um, <laughs> I love that Waffle House though. Oh, they're great. Yeah. But anyway, um, so the director of Scream, otherwise known as Scream Five, if you're keeping if you're keeping count, um has hinted that there will be sequels. Um, so no
1: uh, yeah, right. Impossible.
0: Well, you know, we don't know. This is the first Scream uh, movie without Wes Craven, uh since he's passed away um but there's a new cast and uh the director is named tyler gillette uh and he says quote this new cast of characters is so wonderful the legacy cast they're so wonderful um i think we discovered what the screenwriters guy and james did is that they found the real reason for the next story to exist we know that there's more gas in the tank that there are more stories to be told in woodsboro about these characters for sure um i hope I, I as a big scream fan, uh, I really hope that it isn't just the Sydney and Dewey show, because right. I I as much as I love those characters, I'm 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 good. I don't need more. It's like, it's like with Halloween Kills. Like Halloween 2018 was great. It had the perfect amount of Laurie Strode and everything else was new. And I think like, I had too much Laurie Strode in Halloween Kills and too much focused on hey, you remember all this other stuff? Just move on. Just give me new stuff. You can't just keep doing the same crap over and over and over again. Um, But I'm very much looking forward to Scream 5. Um, It's just Scream. I'm calling it Scream 5, okay? Because there's also a movie movie called Scream that came out in 1996, okay, Dylan? We need to find the episode
2: where we argued about this. And I was Uh, right remember
0: you, yes yeah uh I, that might have even been a podcast bet um i
2: don't think we did we should have though But michael was like there's no way they're just going to call it screen and i was like they're not going to put a number on this and you're like they have to they always do here we are it's just screen. i mean i mean so there've
1: been other things where they've, where oh, they've done that recently that is the,
0: that is the horror oh okay well, just um, about, like, I, the past, I don't like, know a couple of years it
1: feels like there's been a lot of things where they just dropped the numbers and started over on, on i don't, things like that
0: I don't have the actual episode number, Dylan, but but I do owe you five dollars
1: yes. because according
0: to the bet spreadsheet, um, I uh, I bet you that it will actually be titled "Scream 5. so I owe you five <laughs> bucks.
2: I think we should wait till it comes out because they could they could pull something. You know what is
0: that? What is this five dollar bet from Ron to to Dylan that says five dollars that Gator Loki is a Loki?
1: <laughs> I mean, what is
0: that?
2: loki is a loki i don't is know there, what that means is it
0: the, is it the alligator loki from loki is not actually loki it just an alligator in a loki hat
2: oh i think maybe he thought that that was like a loki like transformed into an alligator or something i don't know we will have to okay. ask him i feel like he was wrong regardless
0: yeah absolutely he owes you five bucks <laughs> awesome okay well anyway Um, My last bit of news here. Um, So, well, yeah, also, unfortunately, so we're going to have our power rankings uh, for next year at some point, but unfortunately (sighs) scream will miss those because it's January 14th. Um, But uh, we are getting to work on that soon. Um, But our last bit of news here, uh, Peter Jackson's digital 4k restorations of his early horror films are coming soon. So um, he's been, uh, this article came out yesterday uh, no, today. Uh, and he's been, while, while he's been doing this Beatles project for a couple of years, um, he's been doing some tests on Brain Dead, which is the UK title for Dead Alive, if you've ever seen that, um, where he took the 16 millimeter negative and ran it through their Beatles machine. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, this looks great. <laughs> Uh, and so uh, if you've never seen, if your introduction to Peter Jackson is Lord of the Rings, boy, do I have a surprise for you. Because he used to make splatter factory gore fests back in the day. Crazy. If, if you've never seen Dead Alive, boy, that is a disgusting movie. And a movie called Bad Taste. He did that one, too. Super gross um he did a he's also done like interesting dramas he did one called uh heavenly creatures i think with kate winslet and melanie something with a c i don't remember her name um but anyway so he is looking like doing a big box set for all of his old movies it's like the peter jackson early years type of a collection um and apparently he has according to this article he has um, 50 to 60 hours of video diaries from shooting all of these movies 50 to 60 hours for each movie so you can make new behind the scenes documentaries on all these movies so i'm super Jeez. into that because i like sweet. peter jackson is a, if if nothing else a documentarian you know um so they're remastering all these old disgusting peter jackson movies in 4k which i love because i really do have a soft spot in my heart for dead alive i assume that neither of y'all have seen dead alive uh no sir Mm -hmm. um it's real gross (laughs) in 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 the way that like evil dead 2 is gross you know like it's so over the top that it's not actually gross to to me anyway it's like you know ears falling off in soup and you know what i mean it's like this is so unrealistic cartoonishly violent you know um but i love it and so at some point we're gonna get a big old peter jackson box set and i am so into that
1: that would be fun yes i haven't seen yeah i haven't haven't seen any of his older things um it's my first introduction to peter jackson was in fact lord of the rings Uh, i know
0: that's why so i was a big horror guy forever in high school and when i was you know i've i'd seen dead alive because I rented it from Blockbuster, and then when I saw the news that like Peter Jackson is directing Lord of the Rings, I'm like, what? <laughs> the the <laughs> the eyeball <die>? guy, <laughs> like the guy who does the gross out. Okay, and uh, that's not the movie I was expecting. I was, it, I was I was hoping it was going to be very gross, but it it wasn't. You get a little bit of that with, with the Hobbits, kind yeah. of, or, or with the way they're yeah. eating the fish. It's kind of gross. But anyway, that's gonna that's gonna do it for us this week um aaron thank you for uh for stopping by man we really appreciate you uh being a part of the show
1: absolutely yeah thanks uh it, it was a it was a fun time i'm uh you know hit up again once we come back around the loop here I had, a, I had a great time tonight
0: absolutely um but anyway uh we're really looking forward to uh hawkeye continuing and um i don't know who's coming by next week but stick stick around i think we're gonna have uh, some new people that you've never heard before So um, anyway, thank you all so much for dabbling us. We really appreciate all the support.
2: Later, guys. This is Dylan.
1: This is Aaron.
0: And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.